is Hellcast, and I am Reaper. And back by popular demand today, Bridget England is back in the studio. She took time off from her heavy metal relics, and she's back here. Oh, and then uh, Athenar's here. Yeah, I just popped in. I was looking for a place to take a piss. Looked like a nice, clean toilet, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Because you're in uh, your band? M- midday. Midday? Yeah. Midday. Okay. Well, yeah. they're trying to be something, so. Yeah. Good luck to it. you, kids. We're working on it. Where do you play? Uh, my, my, my ding dong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you ever get that? So I was like, you're in a band? Yeah. That's well, cool. Where do you play? And you're yeah, just like, every time. Never. Uh, we I, don't have any albums, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah, at work. Oh, you, you, you play. So where do you guys play? I might check you out. No, you won't. <laughs> you, you'll, you'll never check us out. You, you won't. You won't do it. Even if you come in here every single day, ask the same question, you'll never check us out. So. Yeah. You, see, That's you funny. chuckle at me, Bridget, when you say I make those remarks. Like you're so negative. It's like well, I'm, I'm real. It's it's, truthful. I think it's real too. I mean, <laughs> they they won't check you out. <laughs> no, no. Actually, I, I broke the the uh, circle because I was waiting for that. It was you know a total older guy. He asked me, "You're in a band, and I'm waiting for it. Where do you play?" And he's like, "So you got any records out?" I'm like, "Whoa!" He asked me a probable question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yes, we do. Yeah. Like, wow, he might actually check it out. He said he would, but he probably didn't. Yeah, he, he probably didn't. <laughs> Even yeah. then, when they still have that, there's always going to be that well, period. We, I, I did it, too, because, uh, you know, the, the normal thing was actually, you know, like, you know, at the, waiting at the airport. So, you guys in a band? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you called? Nun slaughter. You know, that, was, that's usually the remark. But then uh, one guy actually knew it. You know, he was. Well, we were waiting. You know, it was on a flight towards Cleveland. It was from blah 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 to to Cleveland. He goes, "Oh, nun slaughter? Yeah, I, I, I know those. Yeah, from." You know, I'm like, "Oh shit, dude, <laughs> that's because he didn't. He didn't. You know, he's like an older dude. You know, like probably you know older than me, obviously, fatter than me, balder than me." And uh, had no reason to know about nun slaughter except that he's like, "Oh, nun slaughter, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, they're from Cleveland." Dude, that's like, hilarious. That is absolutely oh, hilarious that you say that because we, that was when I was a nun slaughter. That was the, our little joke, and uh, I think I even told this story before. But we were at Cleveland Airport. The name that we would say was Solus. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so someone said Solus. And then the and it was this black dude like janitor and you know you're definitely thinking like yeah. this guy doesn't know and he's like you y'all have a new CD out I, I saw you you had a CD release party so then it was <laughs> oh funny God. because then Jim Jim Kanye was he wasn't there and he was like across the way so then you know that that guy walks away blah 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 and all of a sudden you know ten minutes later Jim's coming back and he's talking to that guy then he approaches the group and he's like yeah so this is one of my bands they give him like these records and then he's like and then we we're in a band called Nunslaughter and the guy just like looked dumbfounded like I thought it was Solus <laughs> like, which one of you lying motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. that would have been really yeah, great yeah. <laughs> so we got some shit we gotta we gotta mention I always okay. I'm always horrible at this I just like to just get into it leave the sales pitches behind but. The mid- new Midnight EP is coming out. Shocks of Violence, right? Shocks of Violence, yes. Sweet. And that is uh, going to be available for pre-order because it's not available yet. Shit, I, I don't even have the details. Is there going to be like a bunch of different colors and all that crap? Or <laughs> That's up to your brothers, I guess. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know. I wanted it to be uh, just 80s 12-inch style, top loader, no spine. Just just the uh, oh, okay. 12, 12-inch um, EP style of a, of a record. And I think that's what it's going to be. From there, I don't know. 
Okay, well, you can pre-order that now. Go to the uh, midnight-ohio.bandcamp.com to get your pre-order in. And then, if you haven't done so already, the new Crucify Mortals album, Psalms of the Dead Choir, is out, and we've got shirts. So go to hellsheadbangers.com, search out Crucify Mortals. You can find those those shirts. And while you're there, you can get yourself... A Midnight t-shirt, because Midnight has now brand new shirts where you've breaking the mold of the Cavalt's awesome metal black shirts, and you're doing what? A red and a blue, right? Yeah. Superman blue. Oh, yeah. And a gray. Oh, there's a gray, too. Yeah. Okay. It's uh wanted to do a white one in there to have a USA theme, to have the red, <laughs> white, and blue. So it's like a blue, red, and gray. So uh, whatever countries colors flags that is that's what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) but no you need to i mean uh it's it's uh when you look at you know your when your closet starts to look like fred flintstones you open it up it's just all black (laughs) yeah clothes you know that's craig's yeah yeah you need to throw a blue one in there a red one or something like that yeah you know maybe we'll do a tan (laughs) maybe striped what is that design called the ship there's me with bad notes again the the design of shirt that uh, is on the colored ones, or you know, probably—it's uh, like a No Mercy for Mayhem themed one, okay. red one, because it's the red album, and then the Satanic Royalty blue one, since it's like a blue themed album, I guess. Okay, and then the gray one. I've got all these notes, and that wasn't one of them. Yeah, like, there you go. Tell them what to search out, but that yeah, go to hellsheadbangers.com and search Crucify Mortals, search Midnight, search anything that you're looking for. Yeah, search whatever. You just go to Google, and you could search anything. So, yeah. but you kind of already brought it up, but. So you're, is that just what your thought process is with colored shirts? Because me, I'm I'm still the guy that's got like you know I gotta have black shirts. I just feel like a dork wearing anything else. Well, yeah, I mean, well, see, just yeah, I've always wore black shirts. You know, I was the person on um, just yeah, just constantly black. But uh, it's like, all right, well, shit, you know, I'm damn old bastard now, and um, just kind of you want to. Uh, Change up your wardrobe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, change up your wardrobe. You know, not to sound like a, a, a fashion nerd, but man, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, what's you know, there's nothing wrong with uh, a little color in your life. Wearing blue, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Bridget? Are you impressed with a man with a little bit of color in his life, or do you want to be cavalt and black shirt only? Um, I like uh, variety. I think oh. I think black, of course, is classic, but I like different colors too. I'm open to that. All right. Mm, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get some colored shirts. Maybe Bridget will answer my uh, my date invite. She's, oh. been, she's been turning me down. Yeah. I'm trying, I've been trying really hard. Yeah, you Work know. on it, buddy. Work on it. Just keep going. Yep. I got a colored shirt today. Do you like this blue shirt? No, you look like a nerd. You're cool and you're cult having colored shirts then, it sounds like. Yeah, man. You're going to have you a gotta, both. Uh, yeah, you got you to... Gotta, that's that's what it's about. It's it's you know what it's, it's about um, breaking the barriers. You know that's it's. I don't think it is. It's, yeah. it's what it's about. It's okay. Got to break the mold barriers. of the yeah. heavy metal shirt. Yeah. Yes. Well, change it up a little bit. If yeah. I only knew this when I was fifteen, yeah, I would have been rocking some colored shirts, and maybe people wouldn't have. Made me, made me out to be one of those god goths at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so every time I talk to you, you've always been. I've missed like a slur of just shows that you did in so many different places. Where have you been recently? Mainly, like I was saying earlier, in my backyard. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> this year, no, we didn't really do too many shows this year. Uh, the last the last gig we did, like in a more uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, 
exotic place was Finland of when was that last year or when, it was the same weekend as those Paris attacks that's how I remember it November, oh okay oh wow so I remember be November okay. 2015 wow okay yeah when did you go to Australia wasn't that last year too or yeah 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 it, we we went to a lot of places in 2015 but 2016 no we didn't we didn't go anywhere outside of the United States mm-hmm. since yeah those Paris thingy dudes now you got as it's been announced and you're going to be going the places the the homestead will be far behind you is you're gonna be doing the uh decibel tour with creator and obituary right yeah yep fine yeah that's that's just u.s right yes well and canada too oh really yeah it was like at least five canada shows anyway toronto montreal calgary edmonton and vancouver wow how does so how did the hell you get that like that tour I was gonna say, gig, um, but. they just asked us the uh, the decibel people. Yeah, and um, you know, I not to sound like a, a dickhead, but yeah, I, I <laughs> because it's no, easy you do. for me to sound like that. Yeah, <laughs> it comes across so natural. Like, wow, how does that guy sound exactly like a dickhead? You know, <laughs> you know, because I just don't, you know, never really had the urge to uh, do full bone tours, like you know, I, you know, mentioned to you before, and but this time it was since all like the changes going around and this and that it's like well fuck it i gotta yeah. break the mold you know make some blue t-shirts make some red t-shirts <laughs> yeah go out on a four-week tour you know do do something you know yeah so it just uh, you know it, it just felt right so I, I don't i don't go to further my career i, I don't go to do that kind of stuff it's yeah like if, I, if i feel like doing something if i feel it's right then i'll do it so this one just kind of felt like okay cool creator is a band i've liked since i was a kid Maybe not so much in the last I mean, or many years. I and I can't really, I, I can't really say I'm kind of ignorant to their recent material. But uh, but am. obituary, I loved that first obituary album. So I mean, it was like and right, cool as a stop. as a 13 years as a 13 year old kid. I I would be into this. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I would definitely. I'd be the same way. Yeah, if like, I was, sure. you know, yeah, someone that say, "Hey, you know, I'm 13 years old. Hey, uh, you know, your band's gonna play with Creator and Obituary." Like, wow, cool, man. That's yeah. Well, in a way, That's too, awesome. you're kind yeah. of then even getting that exposure to 13 year olds and, and so on. Uh, yeah. You know, those younger ages. Because did you going. say exposure and 13 year old in the same sentence? I I did. Okay. All right. I'm just going right. to put you on a watch list. So. <laughs> I'm a, I already am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not too bad. Like the drives and stuff. I mean, there's there's days off and shit, which is good for me. You know, so because I've never really done a four week tour, so I don't know how my brain and voice is going to respond you know oh yeah that was all i always kind of feared you know to really do extensive tour and myself was you know to, like playing an instrument that's great look that you'd beat up to the other vocalist problem to have his voice hold right, up but like right, personally right. like fuck man i just don't know I, I i would i could hardly keep it together for one show <laughs> once uh once it like you know it's like any other thing once uh, like the, the longest gigs we've done is you know seven eight days in a row or whatever and to be honest it's the voice kind of got like a little it got used to it so like after you know the first night's fine second night's a little shaky the third night's oh damn and then the fourth night on then it starts to build calluses or whatever it does yeah. in the throat and then it seems okay <laughs> fortunately too i think you know it's it's like the at these gigs it'll be you know pro sound systems or not playing in like some dude's basement and shit yeah. so you don't have to yeah. blow out your uh voice and stuff so it'll should be 
should be fine. I'm hoping. When you get a big offer like that to a, do a big tour or anything that's like bigger, more professional, it would seem that everything's kind of sort of just handed to you. Like, you know, you're going to have a tour bus. You're going to have all this oh. stuff. And, well, I found out through time that it is nothing's ever just handed to you. And right. when we weren't recording, I've even asked you about it. And it seems like, again, it, nothing's being handed here. Like, you're, at, you're handed the opportunity. You're on the tour. But, like, so you got to go about and get your own vehicle, too? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's like, okay, you got there, and uh, you're, you're responsible for, you know, getting your ass to the gig and wow, setting up your shit, doing whatever you got to do. So uh, it's, you know, it's not like, okay, we made the big time now. Just, you know, yeah. hang out and get blowjobs on the back of a tour bus while someone sets up my bass rig. That was you for me, though, was setting up my bass rig. I, I just stood Yeah, but I wasn't side. blowing you, though. Well, you said you were going to, but then you dropped the ball. Well, yeah. what happened was my pedal didn't work, yeah. so then you got sidetracked. Well, you had those cords that were like <laughs> 1981. I don't know if you bought those off a of pet rabbit or something. Yeah. Damn. Well, I your... tried to. I tried to do my best as your, <laughs> as your bass tech. Yeah. But. That was fun. I, I don't know if I ever told that story, but it, it was like we were playing this festival the Noct- noctus it was called right in uh calgary. calgary and yeah midnight's there and you know he was just he was there he was just hanging out you already played your gig the day before i believe so you just come up to me like can i be your roadie i'm like i've always dreamed of just walking on stage with my bass just plug in and and done the underground level yeah you're doing it all yourself you're going up there you're plugging yeah, things in yeah. shit's fucked up and then hey you ready to play you're like no i'm not but okay i guess we are you know so i was like yes and then the one guy's like dude you got the guy from midnight is your roadie i'm like i do <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's my bitch <laughs> and then the something I'm like yes i'm just gonna walk on the stage plug in and we're gonna go into it and I, and then I'll stand on the stage and I'm ready to wait. And then you're over there signaling me like, like this doesn't work. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> so I go, I'm like, fuck. And then the funny thing is, I found out I just needed a new battery. Yeah. Okay. Well, then see, it wasn't my fault. You know, I, well, I guess it was. I was a poor, poor roadie for not testing your batteries. <laughs> so Bridget was going doing her awesome channel, Heavy Metal Relic. She invited me over to be like, hey. Like, what do you think about Crocus? And I'm just like, oh, God, I don't know. But I think Athenar likes them. <laughs> I yeah. love them. Yeah. Well, I the last time I saw you, I noticed you had a Crocus shirt on, and that was at the Hell's Head Bash. Yeah. And um, I've never really listened to them. I only know one song by them. So I was intrigued by if you like them. Because this is a very important question. Well, no, I just <laughs> I, I I never really knew that much about them myself. Well, that's what and it was. You've and never you're, heard them. And at I was all. just like, I don't know. I just remember hearing them and not liking them. And yeah, that was he's never heard them at all. Ago. So actually, I played them the other night, and he's like, Yeah, I've never heard this. So uh, yeah. what record did you play? Or was it? There were YouTube clips. Yeah, oh. we just kind of like played different. Because there songs, is probably like, some garbage, you know, of yeah, course, like somewhere. Yeah, right now, but, Reaper. Well, Many call him, uh, said that. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I think Athenar's readjusting. He's going, I think he's raper. <laughs> 13 year olds and exposing. Yeah. Well, you were that, talking uh, about the, the, the baby and dangle it in front of its mouth and it'll suck on it. Uh, oh, yeah, that <laughs> that's really hard. Yeah, that's, As a father, what the fuck? Well, the mother told me to do it. You know? <laughs> I showed Reaper the other night some of their hits, and what did you have to say about it? I've ever been Kyle Rock. I was like, yeah, this is like, you know, Typical uh, hard rock, heavy metal, like, you know, 
sing along mm-hmm. kind of, but it, it was it had more attitude than um, shit. What was I thinking of at the time? And Def it was Leopard. Like, yeah, Slightly which was like I was Leopard like, or... oh god, that's a horrendous reference because I'm, I'm I do not like Def Leppard. Really, not even the first two albums. No, no, like wow. still didn't do it for me. But it was yeah, it kind of reminded me of Def Leppard. It was like with but with more attitude, more grit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what Crocus was always known for. Like earlier Crocus, first two albums are really different. You know, they're not even. They were not available in the U.S., but it was more like an ACDC kind of something, you know, like the Bond Scottish yeah. type of vocals. But And then, uh, then like, on the Headhunter album, it was kind of like a little more Judas Priesty, somewhat. You that's know? with that song, Screaming in the Screaming Night. In the yeah, night. that song's awesome. Yeah, see, it's a great tune. Yeah. That's what it was, because that's what uh, Danielle, you know, Chase's friend, or, what you know. The, oh, okay. You know, and uh, she was, she's like, Dude, what the fuck are you doing with a Crocus shirt on? That's like the lamest thing. Crocus is a band that you leave your record at the hot, you know, because you know, oh, that's gross. <laughs> that's why like, I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> and that's why I said, I was like, what? what, are you what? T- do you not know Crocus? Like, oh, Crocus. Oh. And, and, uh, <laughs> Dangling all over your mouth. And, and, I, was, and I said, uh, you, do, you, do you even know Crocus? And she's like, no. I was like, well, then what the hell are you talking about? You know, what, How can you be ragging on a band? You don't even know their material. And it's, I was like, listen to uh, She's Got Everything or listen to uh, uh, Night Wolf and, and then, then tell me that they suck. A couple of days later, yeah, yeah, you're right. Those songs are awesome. Like, no shit. You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so don't be talking shit about Crocus. I think that's kind of what uh, Reaper thought that he's like, well, I've never really listened to them. I don't know if they suck or what. Well, yeah, you because know? you wouldn't because they're on Arista Records, same label as Whitney Houston and stuff. So you're wow. like, okay. Well, that, well, wasn't, that wasn't why. Okay. For, for me, right. and I'm sure you can relate, I, I, all of us could, was I, I've heard it once upon a time. I don't yeah. remember liking it then. Right. But right. yeah, I gotta remind myself as because you know that my once upon a time I would have been in my teens, you know, and so a stupid kid with, you know, different kind of like that needs to be like a certain thing. A you more know. like dismember or something. Or right. Whatever. You got yeah, it had to have its brutality. You know it, yeah. I think most most kids are kind of going through, especially if you listen to metal, at least was for me, you want that like offensive kind of age. Like I want that shirt. I'm not gonna walk like even if I did love Crocus, I'm not walking around with this, you know, uh, screaming the night away. I want my pleasure to kill shirt. That way, you know, my peers with their Abercrombie, with their tough guy phrases on the back, you know, no pain, no gain. Yeah. You know, I got, you know, day turns the night as I rise from the grave, you know, you know, cool. <laughs> and then, you know, rocking the night away. Wow, what an intimidation, you know what I mean? Or, 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 or then, God forbid, one of their fucking ballads. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then you might have had, like, my dad listens to Crocus. Yeah. Not that I really gave a flying fuck what anyone thought, but. I didn't want to hear. Well, about I was it, you know probably I mean? that person's, and, been, you know, because like, that Crocus was one of the first bands I got into as a kid. You know, there you so. go. That's Which, cool. but yeah. I, I mean, but I totally understand, <clears throat> that, and that's not the reason why I didn't even like it. I don't remember the reason why. Yeah. But coming back to it, I was just like, oh, but but you know how that is. Like you'll you'll hear a band one time, and then you're just kind of like, oh, I don't like them, and then you come back, you're like, yeah. oh. And you don't. You never know. Like you could be in a car. I, I'm. I'm an advocator that you're not listening to a record unless you got your headphones on. You're staring at the lyrics and the or the wall. Something where your mind is just concentrating on that music. Because there's so many times like I don't like that, and then you actually like sit down and really listen kind to of it. Absorb you're like, it. Then like, whoa. Okay, yeah. 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 You're, you know, you're driving. I, I mean, I think if. I, for me personally, I like driving, listening to music. I think that's really stress relieving, right there. Oh, I like to it. A record while driving. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just don't think it's like you're fully getting that like kid experience. Like for me, a lot of the stuff I love and 
you know, am total nerdy and, and just know all the facts about it is because I'm that I was that kid with my feet up studying the lyrics at the same time, you know, following along with it. Like you can't exactly do that in a car. But yeah, it's yeah. still the secondary best place to kind of get to know yeah, something. That's true. You know, but you know, but you've got road rage, you gotta make a left turn. <laughs> that's th- th- true. These days you piss really bad, so you yeah. just pull into like a, yeah. a little development and just Whip out your dong. Yeah, you're getting lost on the way to do a Hellcast interview. (laughs) Got a pissed off Reaper or Raper getting exposure to 13 year olds (laughs) and dangling pacifiers so they suck it. You know, it's stuff like that. Everyone's like, why? I I used to like Midnight and the show, but it it just got creepy. (laughs) And Crocus? Man, what's that Athenar guy like? Yeah, it's like? one thing to be talking about dangling stuff in front of babies' mouths and eventually <laughs> yeah. they'll suck it, but then they start talking about crocus. Oh, my God. Jeez. Oh, See, Aaron, it was very important to do so. <laughs> so for the musical aspect on this episode, it seemed like a pretty popular demand for me to feature a 2016 release list of stuff that I liked. Hopefully, if there's enough time within the rest of the year to do another one, uh, I will do so, but for now, and this was actually not an album, but a demo that came out of a brand new band called Remnants that features uh, members of Blasphering and Morbosadon, and I just happened to run into a few of the guys when I was at Hell's Head Bash, and we had a, a correspondence afterward, and I got a link, and I was like, God damn, this is good, and it only came out of cassette tape, so hopefully if you're not a cassette fan that it'll come out on something else, or you can get to know it with the digital stuff otherwise. But here's Remnants from their lifeless demo, and this is a song called Bashing Through Rivalry.
directly at Cleveland, Ohio. It's the fabulous Metal Prices Rise. Richard England, come on down. Abenar, you are the next contestant. Come on down. Fuck yes, it's about time. Wow, he's becoming a regular contestant. Reaper, come on down. You are the first three contestants of the Metal Prices Rise. And now the star, your cabal's host, Bob Blitz. And thank you, my friends. Let's see the first item up for business. And what could it be but the Midnight Farewell to Hell 10-inch LP? The first pressing on black vinyl, including a poster. A Nuclear War Now Productions release on September 2008 features the hits Black Rock and Roll and Vomit Queens. Own the record set to be a must for all fans of Crocus. Let's start the bidding with Athenar. What do you bid? Well, Bob, I've heard that record before, and it's really not worth that much musically. So I'd say about 15 bucks. Ah, what a fair price. How about you, Bridget? What do you bid? I'm going to go 1801, Bob. This could be interesting. How about you, Reaper? What do you bid? Well, I wrote this script. It's $18, Bob. He's absolutely certain, but the actual retail price is... Twenty-six dollars. And no oh way. my, yes, Bridget England wins. How about it, Zetro? What is the next showcase item for bids? A showcase item, indeed. And what do we have but an original 1987 Steamhammer Records Sodom Persecution Mania picture disc. That sure is a nice-looking picture disc. It would look fine on my wall. I would say 50 U.S. dollars. Athenar opens with 50. What do you got, Bridget? $25, Bob. Tie the loose end, Reaper. Bob, I saw that it was $26. And the actual retail price is $50.29. Athenar, you are the winner. It all comes down to this one. Zetro, what is our final showcase item? Bob, it could only be a Crocus Headhunter 1983 original Arista Records cassette And it all comes down to this, because whoever wins this round takes all three items home. Athenar, what is your bid? Aristotle, well, that is the same label of Whitney Houston, so they did make a lot of those copies. Um, cassette, I'm going to go three cents, Bob. Athenar goes under a dollar. How about you, Bridget? Seven dollars, Bob. You might want to go with a guess this time, Reaper. What do you bid? The screen said five dollars, Bob. And the actual retail price... $1.69. Oh no, Reaper. Athenar, come right up. You're the winner. I'm the fucking winner? It's about time. Like I said, let me get up there, Bob. Let me, hold on, where are you running to? Let me give you a hug, Bob. Quite all right. Get over here. Oh, you big smoothie, sweetheart. You. Well, thank you. 
Hey, what are you going to do with that microphone? Bob, keep that microphone away from me. Tune in next time, folks, for the next Metal Price is Rise. Is this thing rigged?
That was Hellbringer off their latest album, Awakened from the Abyss, and that was the track Coven of Darkness. And not only was that a great release for the year, but it's also pretty relevant to this conversation that we'll have within this episode. Uh, But very much, I could pretty much hear particular Slayer songs that it took a lot of influence from, and definitely there's parts where then it's totally their own, and I, I think it's pretty cool. So I went to Facebook. I figured I'd open up for some engagement and get everyone to chime in and ask all that get the 13-year-olds, or you were saying beforehand, the preteens, a chance to ask their favorite artist some questions. And so people chimed in, and they got some questions for you. So Chris wants to know, is the song You Can't Stop Steal about the Steelers? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there you go. You did a few songs about the Steelers, right? Probably. But I mean, that one in particular, yeah, that was written right after a a game where they, a playoff game, where they came back. And the, they were getting crushed in the first half by the Baltimore Ravens and um, the ex Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the uh, they, they came back in the second half and, and couldn't stop them. So I thought, wow, well, you can't stop the Steelers. <laughs> Wait a minute! That sounds like a title, man. And no, no, I didn't say it. But oh, you know. I, I, that's totally yeah. stuff I've ever done. Yeah, then, that and that, well, that's basically what it was. And I just said, yeah, you can't stop Seal. Mm-hmm. Cool. So because yeah, they were they won, they won the big game. Yeah, <laughs> so that's not very Cleveland of you to like the Steelers, man. Yeah, it's okay. I'm 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 not. You know, I'm you I'm, like teams I'm that win. universe. No, I'm just I'm part of the universe. I'm just a, a speck <laughs> in the universe. It doesn't matter if I'm from Cleveland, if I'm from Reminderville. Uh, Jan, John, sorry, man, I forgot. I've talked to him before. I forgot how to say his name. Proper finish. What was the main influence slash reason about starting Midnight? To hear music that I wanted to hear. Some dude replied to his like to play music. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that guy. That guy's a fucking mind reader. (laughs) 
Well, I think he's looking a little more in depth, though. Like, how do you get the idea to, like... Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, sometimes you don't get the idea. Sometimes you just, okay, that's what happens. And that's that's what happened. It's you just know? something you like to do. Yeah, and, it wasn't like yeah. sitting around taking a shit one day and go, okay, well, let's see. What if I wear a mask and play music that I like? No, you, know, you don't really think that. It's you, you're... It's in it's in your brain or whatever it's in your whatever it is and then it just kind of oozes out so that's what happens yeah I, I get where he's come from though too because sometimes especially when you yeah you do have like a little more of a gimmick and, and an appearance you know it might seem uh, that so, that some of that is a little more planned out that, okay like, yeah yeah the gimmick you know, or something you know it just came came later but I mean musically yeah it, it wasn't like I'm thinking hmm I want to <laughs> play music that I want to hear you know, it, <laughs> yeah it's, it's just it, that's just what you know that's what happens with people who play music it's they're a but, fan um, of music themselves, so they want to create their own music. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. So, yeah, but but you know, that's that's my reason. Yeah. Hell, that was my reason for a podcast. There you no go. One's, no metal podcast is actually talking about metal. Let's do one that does. <laughs> How did you develop your vocal style? Robert would like to know. Develop it just by uh, yelling. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I mean, it come, but if if he if if he's talking about it, like where it's kind of like what I thought I I would. B is kind of like a cross between David Lee Roth and Little Richard, really Iggy Pop, but with Kronos and Lemmy in there too. Well, I mean, it's basically it's those people who are just kind of like like wailing, you know, just screaming. And David Lee Roth and Little Richard, and and if you listen to Raw Power from the Stooges, that's that's kind of just like going nuts. Some people I don't think realize being fans of Midnight that there's you've done other bands before, uh, and then Boulder would be one of them. Where you know you're pretty much you do kind of the similar vocal style yeah. in that you know, yeah. Yeah. or even when you did some backing vocals when you're in Destructor, yeah, like you know it's just you yelling and stuff. Yeah. I mean so, the Midnight stuff has a little more structure with the vocals with Boulder. It was just kind of just a lot, you know, all over more, the place. Yeah, because I, I you know I still don't. It's like you know writing lyrics is such a pain in the ass, and did it very minimally in Boulder. You know, just as just the just enough to. Get yeah. by. <laughs> so, well, and I, I, I mentioned that though because I think there's a point to be made that I think a lot of people might just think, bam, like that was your first band, that's your only band, Midnight, to not know your full mu- musical background, mm-hmm. that it wasn't much of a thought process as as it was just kind of like I'm doing this new band because I got these batch of songs and yeah, you know, yeah. or I'm done with this other band and I'm gonna continue what I've developed as a musician from this point on, yeah, you know, yep, and Midnight's kind of that. <clears throat> Would that be safe to say that I'm a little more on yes. base? Yes. Look at that, man. Well, Julio wants to know what is the main reason to play under the hood. Julio, I don't know if he's ever seen my face, but that's the you know to play under that hood. That's <laughs> you. You you want to cover up such beauty? You know, you you don't want to like. Make everybody else jealous. Otherwise, you know, like girlfriends and wives would be leaving their significant other to <laughs> rush towards me. And I just want to keep the world. Do well, you like even. the anonymity? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. I figured that as well. That way you can just, you know. <clears throat> pretty low key person. Pretty low key. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I don't really. Especially when, you know, you lack the uh, hairdo, the long hair. I just opted for it. I was like, fuck this. But now it's kind of like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? I'm going to start wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be lying if I didn't fucking consider that. Because I'm like, god damn it. Now I'm going to go up there with, you know, short, a, hair. You know, short hair. I don't know what the hell to do now. It's all right. You know, Rob Halford had short hair. Oh, that's right. But he was a homosexual, too. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that's all, all right. right. Not that, that, back that up. There's nothing wrong with being homosexual. <laughs> Maiden <laughs> or priest? 
James would like to know. Ah, that's a very good question. That's a that's an age old question though. You yeah. know, maiden or priest. Yeah, you know, it's that's that's one that's been through the ages. Uh generally I would go for priest. Um just because their albums, each one of them to me are always really different, but they're always awesome. I mean, I I, I love everything uh that they've done. Even Jugulator? Oh, uh, okay. Let me back that up. <laughs> <laughs> or Demolition. Let yeah, Demolition. You know, I can't really consider those Judas Priest albums, but even though they say Judas Priest on the spine, yeah, I can't really say that they... So but everything that besides Jugulator and... and um, Demolition? Like Demolition. The Ripper Owens era, then. Yeah, yeah. But, I Where's mean, your fucking hometown pride, asshole? You got a Steelers shirt and you... Well, it's, it, they claim to be from Cleveland. Yeah, that's, that's Akron, man. That's, that's Cleveland's county. claiming LeBron, so we're going to claim yeah, it's true. Tim Ripper yeah. Owens, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Devo's from Cleveland. Yeah, what the hell? What, what the a hell? prick, the, the, man. The, well, Cleveland claims Devo. I used to like this band. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. But it's yeah, a priest. I, I did see him live, so I supported him. I well, bought the records. I didn't like them. What do you yeah. want me to do? You want me? You want me to be a, a bullshit no? I wanted you to download and, them and, say, and then burn them for a bunch of people and say and I trash. like them and be untruthed. Yeah, <laughs> and say yeah, I, I bought it because they come from my hometown and I like it because they don't come from my hometown. I don't. I just I didn't like it. Do you so, really yeah. are aging yourself with this? Because that's what the cool kids do, man. They just rip on shit they never heard, or they'll okay, hear well, two seconds yeah. of it. And be like this sucks. Yeah. No, I bought the records. I was excited. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I, I bought Jugulator and I didn't like it. I went to see it live. Like and it was else. better live, but uh, yeah. It didn't. But the 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 answer to the question would be priest oh, over me. I, yeah, I would. You know, you catch yeah. me on a different day, I might say Iron Maiden, but um, I'm going to say Judas Priest today. Yeah, today and and um, yeah. Well, if anyone cared what I thought, I would say Priest as well. Yeah, I, I always thought I would too. With, yeah, like right. you said, with the albums, like just even like I, I don't know about the sound. Like I never thought about that way, but you're totally right. Yeah, every album's like totally different. Um, where I just go with every album at least is like an album worth of goodness. Where like you'll get a maiden now, and you're just like, oh my, this God. song is great, but what the fuck happened toward the end there? Like I got yeah. bored out of my goddamn yeah. skull. <clears throat> yeah, the three minute intros and outros and stuff. Yeah, even on the classics, I'm gonna yeah. be that guy to be like, I-, I don't think the classics are good records uh, through and through. I'm actually gonna be that other guy that says the Diano stuff is. Better, uh, at least as far as full albums, because I like every song of those. Mm. I like every song of Number of the Beast, but then like Peace of Mind. Oh, see, you know, Peace of Mind, I love. Every song, though? Yes. A oh, Day yeah. When the Dinosaurs Walked the Earth? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I just think that line just gets me like, oh, really? Dinosaurs. dinosaurs walked the earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you want to know history, and that's where he learned history. Is through All right, that's memory. cool. Right, that's man. a cool yeah. Yeah. history buff. Yeah. I'm not going to rip on I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll give him that back, but I just, it always kind of <clears throat> was weird. But The Bruce Dickinson stuff is pretty cool, though, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. The solo stuff. Yeah, that's not bad. It's more rocking. Skunk Works was like, not. Uh, Skunk Works was terrible. I no, saw yeah. them at the Agora. Yeah, I, I <laughs> went away. I watched two songs. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, this is a properly titled album. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Skunk Works. Well then, favorite fast chicken nuggets, best show from the '80s, Magnum PI or Simon and Simon, or the one with Bruce Willis and the cunt from Taxi Driver. Curious George versus Clifford the Dog. Who wins? Mike would like to know that series of questions. Okay, oh chicken nuggets things. I don't eat chicken nuggets anymore. Okay, so that's that's. Uh, but what about fast chicken nuggets? As oh, he fast, worst, fast worded chicken it. nuggets. I mean, is they're fast. They they you know they go in fast. They come out fast. So <laughs> you know, take whatever you can get there. Um, Magnum PI, whatever the hell. You know, I never really watched any of those shows to tell you the truth. Um, 
What here. is your favorite show from the eighties? From the eighties? Oh. Well, Dukes of Hazard, I think that was still I think that came out in the late seventies though, if I recall. I think and you're right. Maybe got more popular in the early eighties. That, but that was a favorite. Different Strokes was. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that as a youth. What about the uh, Twilight Zone '80s version? You ever watch that? Tw- gonna, yeah, yeah. Say Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah. Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, you know, I never really watched that. Well, you missed it out. Yeah, no, yeah, I, awesome. I didn't really watch too much. What about or the one with Bruce Willis and the cunt from Taxi? I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Moon Moonlighting or something like that. It was called. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that a show? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And those were more adult shows. I always thought that's why I never watched them. Magnum PI and that shit. Those were like old people shows. You know. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a Buildabub question. Curious George <laughs> or Clifford the Dog? I mean, I'm kind of intrigued to find out who you'd say would win though. Well, I would say Clifford the Big Red Dog because yeah, he's totally big and he's red. You know, he's fucking angry. It was he's one. Huge. Yeah. It was one thing. He's angry. He looked pretty friendly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's red, man. This fucking guy. He's, he's got pissed. a temper on him. <laughs> nine. Okay, Patrick wants to know Nine Shocks Terror or H one hundreds. Nine Shocks Terror. You know, sure. I, you know, I, I, um, you know, I liked H one hundreds. I saw them plenty of times. Saw nine, but I, I, I enjoy uh, Steve's uh, smartassness on vocals with the Nine Shocks Terror things. And you're finally trying to show some local pride. Oh, yeah, finally. There it goes. <laughs> Got that out of the way. <laughs> Edgar wants to know, how was it opening for Danzig? What does Athenar think about the Misfits reunion? Well, we opened up for Samhain, so... Um, it was better. Yeah, it was... <laughs> yeah, I enjoy Samhain a lot. I like Danzig, too. I like the I like, you know the first few albums. are really good. What was the second part of the question? Oh, and, and what do you think of the Misfits reunion? Oh, I, I I enjoyed the hell of it. You know, I went to see it in uh, Chicago. It was awesome. Compliments of Danzig, right? He hooked yeah. you up with some VIP tickets, yeah, yeah. right? Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, Glenn. <laughs> it was great. They were, uh, <clears throat> but you know, Lombardo on drums. It was cool. That's you know, hot. Lombardo, Lombardo is one of my faves. So just to see him and and hear those Misfits songs. But it, you know, the only thing that's kind of weird, like I said, it was like I don't know, sixty thousand people were there. Oh and just wow! In this Jeez. huge place. Hearing misfit songs, you know, it's it was um kind of strange. Yeah. But uh no, I thought I thought it was great. I hope they do more. What the hell, why not? <laughs> well, John wants to know your favorite pizza toppings. Uh <laughs> pizza. Well, see, yeah, again, I've I've changed my lifestyle around, so I haven't been eating a lot of pizza lately, but um pizza. <laughs> uh but it used to be, yeah, cheese and sausage only. Um, I bet you'd like sausage. Oh, I love sausage. <laughs> I love it. Especially when it's dangling in front of your mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spicy. Mm. But, Italian? Uh, or do you... Oh, I, oh I, have, I have no preference. I'll take whatever kind of sausage you okay. give me. <laughs> well, that's good to know. We're really, we're really learning yeah. about you. What other music do you listen to besides metal? Danny wants to know. Uh, a lot of music, Danny. Yeah, it's it's there's a lot of music to listen to. Just go out and listen to some music, you know. Uh there's 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 a great variety of music to be heard and and one should listen to as much music as he possibly can, I would say. I mean, uh it's 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 a hard question to say what what else do you listen to because it's uh, Do you listen to jazz? Classical. Not much classical. Um but you know, I guess that's uh you know, people who say like yeah, I listen to all types of music. I even listen to classical. Okay, great. That's good for you. Yeah. You know, but uh, but what about more like what are what is the more recent stuff you've been listening to? Like, say the past week or two. 
Oh, okay. Uh, see, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> Danny's wasn't. <laughs> yeah. See, Danny, take take some advice. But uh, this week in particular, I've been on a little Neil Young kick. Okay. Uh, I like the the new Rolling Stones uh, blues album that they did, which is kind of which is kind of cool for them to kind of go back to their roots. Because uh, Aerosmith tried to do that one time too, that make a blues album and go back cool. to their roots, and it sucked. It was still just overproduced dog shit. <laughs> but the Stones, that. the way they did it, it, it was just you can tell it was recorded raw and and just had a couple mics, first take kind of shit, you know. Recording some uh, some of their old classics. So well, how about cool. that? We we That's came cool. to a happy medium. Blues to answer Danny's question, and then what have you been listening to recently? We we, we came out with a new one. Yeah, because we're and we because we're going to need it for this next one. Because Keegan wants to know what is your favorite pie? Hair pie. Ah. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a shout out to Dylan of Head Split Records because I'm going to play his band Necro Drunks, and he had sent it along when he sent me the copies because uh, Head Split Records put out the Crucify Mortals Psalms of the Dead Choir cassette version of the album, and he sent me the latest CD of his band Necro Drunks, which I don't particularly enjoy as I would kind of label it uh, toilet metal, but I thought this was great and a, a cool addition to the 2016 uh, lineup. So this is Necro Drunks with Asshole Casserole.
Sauron from Michigan with Blood for the Savage Blade off their latest album, Conquest Through Attrition. Their guitarist, Victor Lorlord, did the solos on the new Crucified Mortals album, and it was actually because of Sauron, being, me being a fan of them, that I actually asked them to contribute to the album, and I was very happy to see that they were also doing a new album after the fact. If you dug that, you should definitely pick it up. And before that was Doom Mentor with the entrance off their latest album, Dominus Omnius, or Omnis, or how the fuck you say it. I'm not. I'm kind of actually confused what's even going on with that, as I only have a digital download of it, honestly, and I don't know what's going on with the album, if it's going to come out on a physical copy. I, I sure as hell hope so. There's definitely a 7-inch, which I encourage you to get as well. Hell's Headbangers has it in stock, and the playlist is linked to that. Otherwise, you can check out the rest of that album on Bandcamp. Just search out dementor.bandcamp.com. Well, as people are impatiently waiting to finally get to what they probably came here to do, and that's here, the new Midnight Track. I did want to take it a time because I, as a musician, am pretty interested in how you go about recording a record. Because obviously you do most of the, well, you do the records just by yourself, yet you obviously have a live band, you know, qualified people that could obviously take part in doing the album. So I guess the first question would be, why would you opt to still do it all by yourself? Well, it's, it's kind of like just, um, a hobby. Yeah, I know. I know people can do it better, and yeah, like I said, much more capable. I didn't and, say that. Well, I, well, you said they're capable. Oh, capable <laughs> and they are very capable, and they're. It's kind of like okay, well, if your hobby is is uh, building engines or or, or or painting walls or or painting pictures or building model airplanes or whatever the hell it is, you, just you should do it, it right. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted the best model airplane built, you know, you wouldn't hire somebody to. I oh, mean, I want I want an awesome model airplane. But you know, if that's just what you do. You you build it, and if it comes out like shit, it comes out like shit. But that's your hobby. That's what kept you busy. That's what you what you did. So you know, I I kind of know what I want to hear, and and I kind of like that. Just playing at the edge of your ability sound anyway. You know, like the we we are just fighting it. You know, we're, <laughs> we're just, good enough, but not just getting there. It's like, all right, man, I'm I'm trying really hard to nail it, and you can kind of tell it's you're just putting that much more effort into that so someone can just kind of breeze through it and but i didn't necessarily mean it that way where it's like you're it's a quality issue where i like i would think that some people might be thinking it from this perspective that you know a lot to like to have a, a collective effort a band oh, you know? oh yeah okay you know yeah. and, and get their fun and thrills through you know jamming with the guys yeah. like no you know, just tried to i thought i just thought it's more efficient to i yeah i've jammed with the guys for years it's i you know i enjoy it you know we get to jam live so that's what it is it's you know we jam the tunes live i think uh they enjoy it i enjoy it like that and that's just the way it works well do you ever get like you know the live members kind of like giving you like the stink face like well why the fuck didn't you want to no because i you know i think they, they know exactly you know they know i'm not like don't think that they're not good enough because you know they obviously are. But they trust just, your judgment. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's just the way it's been doing it. And it's, and, and uh, have you had issue with that and with previous members though? Kind of no, like never. they were cool with it at one point, but kind of just like, well, no, we're you know I'm helping to make Midnight become what Midnight really is because I'm you know the guy out on the road or nope. you know they get kind of wet feet about it. No. Hmm. no, is that even a conversation that occurs? Never. 
Really? So that every, it's just ever... assumed that you're going to be doing it, and yeah, you're the hired you're the hired gun more or less. Yeah. To, well, no. Well, well, Vanek, you know, he always offered his services. Like, hey, man, if you need anything, you know, and yeah, I appreciate that. You know, that's cool of him, and I, I, you know, and I probably should take him up on that. But <laughs> you know, it's just, like I said, it's just something you know that that I'd like to do and and uh, try and run the race and finish it. How do you go about then? You know, obviously playing every instrument. You got to start somewhere too. You got to choose what. Start with the drums. Yeah, always. Yeah. Do you do a, a do you play a metronome or you just hum just, it in your head? Yeah, just hum it in the head. You know, just like have you had issues where it's like, cool, the drum tracks are done, then you go to put like a guitar on it, and it's like, oh shit, I fucked this up royally. No, because I figured, well, that's the way it was, so I usually adapt around it. I mean, it's happened where yeah, it's turned out where I didn't that wasn't the way I intended it to go or yeah. whatever. But okay, well. That's the way yeah, it is. Work. I have to uh, work around that. So, uh, but most of the time it goes. Most of the time it goes all right. Yeah, you know, like, I, don't, I don't fuss around with too many takes and stuff as long as it kind of get the general feel down, and that's more than more than enough. Well, how do you go about then? Obviously, when writing, play, you're playing every instrument, so it's like you think uh, of a riff or something, and then when you actually do it, sometimes it doesn't sound as good as it is you oh. know, in your head. And especially sometimes when you bring other instruments to it, you know, your guitar riff, which was good, it becomes either better or just kind of becomes less or, or nothing. Just But, you know, like sometimes the other instruments even bring it out more. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I think what happens when I usually well, like uh, Dave Johnson, you know, the, the guy who recorded yeah, the yeah. last few albums. I mean, he, he kind of uh, <clears throat> said that to me, too, and it makes sense because I usually kind of you know always put the drums then the rhythm guitar and then what he would call the eddie van halen guitar is more of like a freer guitar or you know like the stuff that has like a little more this and that's and kind of a little more improv things and so that's that's what i think adds the more the color to it like i think that's kind of what you're saying just when you just add another instrument to there yeah yeah kind of like at least at this point in time with crucified mortals like the writing process is other than drums it's like i'm doing it me i have the luxury of kind of having a, a studio set up where i can just do it at my t- own free will mm-hmm. and i'm writing to an already established recording oh, okay yeah so i just it, it kind of makes me wonder you know like how especially when you don't have that that reference you know certain things just kind of yeah, come together when you are hearing the song as it's you know it's building essentially. Yeah, you know, uh, and for me like bass, I'll get different bass ideas when you know you hear a drum to a guitar, and, and you're constantly playing say the same thing as the guitar with the bass. Like oh well maybe this part the bass could be different or, or something. Mm-hmm. You know it kind of it just having that reference really makes a lot of things come to life with yeah. that. I try and be spontaneous even though I'm doing it by myself. So. Yeah. Yeah, like like Dave said, like a lot of times, even like if I like work it out at home, you know, on the on the four track machine, yeah, I definitely won't do the vocals because I don't want to, I don't want to make demos of vocals usually. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, just because it's, I think you really miss out spontaneous stuff, you know, like with vocals. I like having a live approach. Like yeah, this. yeah. So I just those are usually like the first runs, you know, like the, in, in the studio or whatever, you know, go to record them. Those are always usually the first, second, third takes of of trying a song. At any time, you know, and um, and sometimes for the bass too, same thing, you know, uh, just try and get uh, what comes naturally playing the bass rather yeah. than having a, uh, unless there's like really something kind of that you already had worked out or already heard. But a lot of people like to pride themselves 
with the whole spontaneousness, like, oh, we did this in so many takes. We left our errors in, you know, yeah. and it's purposely sloppy. And it's like, well, you know, there's also something to be said about when you, you've played it enough and you, you get comfortable with something, sometimes even more magic happens yeah. from there, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's true, yeah, because it, it can, you know, you play something, you don't want it to grind it to death. Yeah. But you, you uh, still want to have it punch, make sure everything's working on the same gears, hitting the same cylinders, whatever the hell it is. I found it to be an interesting kind of little discussion with a band like Midnight. What is the line between ripoff and to be paying homage to a band? And let me put this thought in your head. I think it's a pretty hard thought to, uh, to establish because, say with a cover, a band's technically paying tribute to a band, and generally... They're going to put that on their album that, hey, this song is a cover and put it in the liner notes who wrote it, maybe for legal purposes or just for the fact of calling it out. Whereas if they didn't put those details and then someone that's just knowing that, hey, this is a cover and they didn't call out, it almost like in your in the confines of your own nerdish metal knowledge, you're like labeling that as a ripoff then. Like, well, they just ripped that off. Whereas if you already knew it was a cover, it's like, well, that was a cover song that they did of this cool band. I- I think I see where you're going at. You know, like it's the it's the singer, not the song kind of thing. You mm-hmm. know, and if you can, and if you can sell it, that that's your way of doing it. Then that's your, your way of doing it. A lot of people, you know, they can want to try to sound like this, want to try to sound like that, and they can really work really hard to sound like that. Or yeah. you can be like the type of person that's like, damn, I can't play anybody's song. I can't play anybody's songs because I can only play the way I play, or I can only sing the way I sing. So it's really hard to do a cover song or something so where yeah so if you're like going against your own what comes to you naturally to to, just purposely sound like someone yeah that that would in your mind be a a ripoff right which i would agree i mean i would agree too yeah yeah but at sometimes i think that's kind of where the point i was kind of making sometimes you know would say you know the influences that you brought up earlier as far as your vocal style or you know a lot of people would probably say midnight sounds like venom Mm-hmm. Like you didn't exactly uh, intentionally become that, but you know, who, how would someone even know what your intentions were to even be able to then establish that? Well, this is a ripoff because yeah. not everyone has that knowledge that they either read that interview or heard this podcast where you outright said, "Well, I wanted to rip off Venom." Not that he even said that, but yeah. you know, if you did say that, I wanted to rip off Venom, and then someone's listening to your record like this band sucks because they just rip off Venom. Like, you know, someone's sitting there going, probably saying that, where if they read that interview, it'd be kind of like, well, they did that. Yeah, they set right. out to be that yeah. way. So then it would have an entirely different tone. Right, though. right. You know what I mean? So I think in, in some ways, it's a, yeah, it's a simple line to draw, but it's also kind of complex if you put it into that totally geekish way yeah, of yeah. looking at it. Yeah. But I think it has some relevancy to put yeah, it that way. No, that's true. And, and it all just comes back to how genuine you are with it. So just like, just like what you said, if you, mm. if that's what you meant to do, then go for it. What yeah. The hell? yeah. Well, because I even remember the one time, uh, I think it was the last time you came on Hellcast, we are talking about, I think Satanic Royalty was just out then, and you were gonna, the song uh, Rip This Hell, you said that there was like a Rolling Stone lyric, oh, yeah. rip, rip This Joint or whatever, yeah. and you're like, oh, so I just ripped it. I, I think you said yeah. rip it off then. Where yeah. I was like, like that, that sounds more like an influence to me, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, just take that title, switch it, you know, I mean, it, yeah, it's... 
Yeah, it's been done millions of times ever. It's nothing yeah. new. So how much time do you spend to like write lyrics? Do you do you focus on and do you focus on them just to be like catchy or <laughs> mainly? Yeah, like what what feels good and what what I would normally say anyway. You know, like if it if it comes off the tongue the way it, it is because otherwise if i have to think too hard about it then i'll really forget the lyrics and i'm bad already with forgetting them so <clears throat> yeah i try not to think too hard but then again i don't want them to sound too dopey where there's like you know i was out you know, i don't i don't even know i can't even <laughs> think of the most dopiest lyrics but um you're not trying to send messages deep messages no, i'm not trying to send messages hell no uh <laughs> and i'm not trying to use a thesaurus to to write lyrics but but i do want them to at least be entertaining to me you know otherwise i'll feel like an idiot saying them <laughs> yeah, yeah i get what you're saying you know? but they usually do take a little long you know the music usually comes really easily and spontaneously the lyrics on the other hand take much longer because you know, even though it's only four lines here and there but you're thinking and it might not seem like it's definitely not shakespeare and everything but like well oh man you know what you know <laughs> what, what what hasn't been done before but still what sounds good you know, you can't just use words because they've never been used before, or, right. Or, right? Or lines, or or themes. You know, no one's no one's had a song about cleaning typewriters yet. You know, in the middle <laughs> song, so I'm gonna write the first tune about cleaning typewriters. It's like, well, there's a reason why no one's had a song about cleaning typewriters. But what's that reason? That sounds like is a there a reason? Sweet, uh, no, that is, sounds like a sweet theme. Oh yeah, typewriter <laughs> cleaners. <laughs> Yeah. So, have you ever done a song? Maybe not as ridiculous as cleaning typewriters, but just to- like in your mind, like this was just absolutely ridiculous lyrics that I just did that on purpose. Uh, it could be, but I mean, yeah, they're they I usually just kind of switch the shit around, you know, just to just like I'm thinking of one subject, but you know, like switch them around to death and hell and <laughs> fire and stuff. Okay. You know, substitute other words for this and that, and you know, but. I don't think it's anything as ridiculous as is like uh yeah, cleaning typewriters or <laughs> Well now people cleaning the top of ceiling fans, cleaning the dust off a ceiling fan. Uh, that, yeah. I don't know. There might be metal songs about that. I don't know. Maybe. I've, I've cleaning like, in general. I would like to find out that there is. <laughs> I, that'd be that'd be a real fun fact. Like, you know, especially if you had people that are like I mean, who would have thought there would be a pirate metal genre? So oh it might, might be a cleaning metal genre. <laughs> <laughs> Pirates seem a little more fun. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe there is a neat freak that's people just like, that are really into Yeah. yeah. Especially if you had the guy that's like owning it, like you know, I'm just I'm honest to myself, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm like things clean. Yeah. So I I just can't help it. Everyone talking about hell. The songs of the songs about organizing your t-shirts. So it <laughs> yeah. could be like in alphabetical t-shirts. Like I got my Accept shirt, then my ACDC, then my Bathory. <laughs> so it still could be kind of metal, I guess. But still. Do it, do it in the uh, metal homage to yeah. kind of lyrics. You know, you always have the you know slay posers kind of lyrical yeah. themes, so then have like the keep your record collection organized. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Stored in Japanese. Use Japanese. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> use Japanese bags only. Don't Take your record the... out of the sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> but you like beat up records, so you don't I, give I, a shit. Yeah, I, I always get shit for that from liking beat up <laughs> records. I love the new Morbid Angel. You know, but I. I just don't. No, you know, you know the truth, but I just. Well, the, the public doesn't. The public, the public <laughs> should know. The public should know that I just like listening to music. I like records, 
And uh, I'm not going to cry over a bent corner. That's all it comes down to. <laughs> well, there to you go. Like, and yeah. let that be noted to those people because there's those yeah. really I tough keep my I keep my records in order. It's not like I, you know, they're, they're in alphabetical order. Or they're ready to be pulled out and listened to. I, I, you know, I don't have to pull them out and take time to, okay, take this out, do that. You know, I'm going to take it out. I'm going to play it. I'm yeah. not going to roll yeah. doobies on it. I'm not going <laughs> to throw it across the room and tell some stoner to play track two and side two but um <laughs> but i'm not yeah i'm not afraid of bent corners but that's good i think the world's getting a little too uh crazy about yeah. how how things are in conditions and it's just like dude uh, i would love to hear about it every goddamn day yeah yeah so it gets a bit it gets a bit ridiculous and it's like where, where's the point of there you go where's the point of when records became you know just things that you look at to listen to the goddamn right. things you know yeah i mean it was it was tough to to, uh, you, you were lucky if you got the record uh, in the 80s. You know, you order it from South America or Europe. And, okay, first of all, it'd be one thing if you got the record. If you found the, the list for it, then you have to, then you have to uh, A, get a uh, IRCD or whatever the hell it is. And you oh, exchange yeah. a, a international IMO, international money order, send that. Okay, that takes about two weeks to get there. Okay, then it takes another two or four weeks to possibly get the record. And if it does arrive to you, it's usually kind of beat to shit because it's been in the postal system for six weeks. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, what the hell? And then now people are complaining <laughs> to you every day. Oh, my God, there's like a maybe a seam split, you know, or, you know, like, like, you know, use some super glue and glue it and get on with it. Put on the record and see what yeah. happens. It's more yeah. about the actual music than yeah. the condition of it. Well, yeah, everything's a collector atmosphere. I, I blame it on the downloads because now everything you get the free download with, and I've even asked people straight up, you know, like do a, a you know, in a way survey and every, the people were like, yeah, I want the download that way I don't have to spin the record. And it's like, uh, but isn't, okay. uh, like, <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, uh, can I have that car, but can I just have the bicycle that comes with it so I don't have to drive the car? <laughs> I just want the Right, well, there's like, there's thirty grand. Let me give me that huffy bicycle. <laughs> it's all nostalgic anymore. I mean, that's cool, but it's to me, it reminds me a lot of um, everyone's mentality of like eBay, or at least when eBay was more not shunned. It seems like it's shunned now because you know people are asking for a lot of money, or, or yeah. just things go up to a lot. They're not even asking. It's a fucking option. yeah. It starts. It you know? starts yeah. at you know. It used to start at ninety nine cents. Everything you had a chance to get something cool. Now it's like. Well, I saw it on eBay for seventy five bucks. No, you didn't see it on eBay for seventy five bucks. You saw somebody listing it for seventy five yeah. bucks, yeah. and it sat there and sat there so until someone offered him thirty dollars for it. I've I've made that argument too, but everyone seems to have like this thing. Well, it's worth this. It's worth this, and it's just like, do you intend to sell that damn yep. thing? Because the only worth should be what it is to you, and you wouldn't. And it doesn't sound like you have any worth because you're not playing the goddamn thing, right? And there's something to be kind of said about playing a record because there is, you know, as some people would say, it's cool because it has the hit, you know, the pops and the surface noise and stuff. It's like, well, that's one aspect of it. Then others will argue how great it sounds as opposed to a CD, and you know, I think there's a total nerdish argument to that. But you know, these are a little more better reasons, to, like, and you know, substantial reasons to listen to a record, where it's like this, just to buy it and then then put it on a shelf so you can. I guess yeah, look so at it had, and yeah. not feel guilty that your record collection is otherwise a digital folder on a computer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess it just earns you cool points at that point. And that's yeah. where the I don't understand that nostalgic then. No. No. I don't know. I just yeah, I've, people said to me, "Oh, what the hell are you doing with that? You got a $300 record and there's no poly on it or anything." You know how much that's worth? Or yeah, it's it's worth 
it's my record. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's what the hell you have your picture just hanging on the wall for? What do you got? And it's like because it's mine. You know, maybe yeah. if I'm in dire need, you know, you know, hopefully I'm not some at some point where I need to sell everything I own. But well, yeah, yeah it's like what's the point of owning it if you're never going to enjoy it anyway? Yeah, you right. know, it's the total toy collectors that they won't put, you know, keep it in the box yeah. mentality. Yeah. And it's just like, well, I want to see the gadgets. I want to have fun with this. You yeah, know? yeah. If you get bent corner, accept it as that's that's a one and only copy that has that bent corner, and you have very it's an original. Everything's unique. There you go. Yeah, it's one of one. Put just put it, just take a marker and God forbid you mark on the back of your own record one of one. It's <laughs> limited as shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's fucking Rolling Stones. It's like <laughs> one of one. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> you have the only Grand Funk ra- Grand Funk Railroad <laughs> yeah. record ever made. Yes. Yep. <laughs> well, I don't want to keep people waiting any longer, but there's still things I have to plug. Bridget came on and she had a lot to say this time. So this <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. This is about no. organizing videos. But no, Heavy Metal Relics. Gotta you gotta go to YouTube and search out Heavy Metal Relics. I tried to do it for you, try to find that link, and there's it's like a num it's like J7, you know, R Y, and it's just like no one's gonna know that one. So just search right. out Heavy Metal Relics and bam, it'll come up. It has the word heavy metal in it and relic. Exactly. Rhymes there's with my Tom plug right there. <laughs> Rhymes with Tom and there's that that uh, pre midnight or one of the early things to check out soon, right? Oh yeah, there you yeah. Go. Procreation. Procreation. My first band. Was it really? Mm-hmm. 1990 was the one video. Yeah, we started about 80. By then, the other, the, you know, the Chan, uh, the other guitar player had left, so we just went it down to a three piece. But it was a four piece. I think you know, we started probably about you know eighth grade so 88 or so 89 kind of even seems a little bit grindy at, at times yeah i mean it started out it started out thrashy it got a little more extreme in a lot of ways a little more technical a little more death metal and you don't know where those tapes are for those uh cause no you did, you did do you did do studio recordings though right yeah i guess if you want to call a studio we took off school for a day and went to uh, some dude's attic on the west side and recorded a demo. And then I don't know what happened to it from there. I think the drummer at the time took it and probably sent it to somebody, and that was the only copy, and who knows? I mean, it was oh. – I, I would like to hear if so, someone out there, some crackhead out there has has it. Or regular fan. <laughs> regular fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there you go. So there's a challenge to those uh, individuals that are, are, are too or more metal than thou. Yeah. That I've heard of. I have everything. All right. Well, if, do you have the procreation demo from what year would it be? Is there a name? No, I think we recorded four tunes, maybe five songs, and um, you know we just heard it. You know, just heard the playback, heard it on a cassette, took it home, heard the cassette. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Now, are those songs the ones that are on that video? I don't know. I don't think so. There might be one. I think that one that you just played there was a version, but we slowed it down a lot because it used to be a lot faster. Okay. And then we just slowed it down to more like a doomy sludge type of something or other. But I think it was just yeah. that one. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. And that's on Heavy Metal Relics. So there's, there's, there's a relic, two relics right there to, yeah. to check out. Procreation. Whoever asked about the vocal influence could really try to... They, they could figure it out. Yeah. And, of course, the Midnight Colored Shirts. Get some color in your closet. Yeah. Get yourself a Midnight Colored T-shirt. Satanic Royalty was one of them, right? 
Yes. The No Mercy for Mayhem. What's and, the white one? And the gray. Or no, there isn't one. a white so one. Gray. The gray. The What's gray, that one? Complete and total hell. Okay, oh, so cool. suitable to the album cover. Right, right. Yeah, just took the gray from the album yeah. cover. Blue theme, red theme. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I didn't even go to college. <laughs> yeah, I figured that out. Yeah, so. that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> then of course there's Hellcast T-shirts. I we got to remember that. I, that was a while ago. Same design, but get one of those. Get a Crucified Mortals shirt. Get a Midnight shirt. There's going to be Heavy Metal Relic shirts. Hopefully. Go to hellsheadbangers.com. Search out those bands first, and then when you figure out some other stuff that you want, then type that yeah, in. So, yeah. So then uh, Shocks of Violence is for pre-order now. Midnight-Ohio.Bandcamp.com. Get your pre-order in now because everyone likes Midnight, so they want to get their copies going. So do it early. That way you don't forget about it. Yep. Or you spend too much money at the bar, and then you don't have enough for the record, and then you're going to be that guy a few months That's later going, do, do you have place? any copies left? Yeah. It says sold out. Well, maybe you have like two. No, it says sold out. Well, what about an aqu- It's sold out. Are you sure it's sold out? How about Don't now? Be that yes, guy. we have one now. Oh, cool! No, now it's sold out. <laughs> yeah. The other night, you know, just like you know, I only had a couple, handful of those those colored shirts, so I was like, okay, there's a, obviously just a handful here. <clears throat> Do you have a medium? No, there's just that. <laughs> oh well, all right, well, hmm. yeah, there's one medium left, or or whatever it is. There's one small left. Oh, okay, well, I'll get it after the show. Okay, well, there's one left. <laughs> uh, okay, come back. Hey, you still have that small? No, there was one left. <laughs> Someone bought it 40 seconds after you walked yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. We've all done it. We've all kicked ourselves in the ass for not like buying yeah. something or that you'd want or whatever the hell. Right, you know, when you, you see you it. You see a record too. like, oh, shit, eight bucks. Uh, yep. I saw it somewhere else for five. And you go back there, ah, oh, the five dollar one's gone. Yep. I just go back and get the eight dollar one. Oh, it's gone too. Yep. Yep. So I just picked up for eight bucks, save your gas money, save your time, save your All right. Well, here the moment everyone's been waiting for. The new midnight track off Shocks of Violence. EP. Get your pre-orders in now. You already heard the link, so do that. And as always with the Hellcast playlist. Hellsidebangers.com slash Hellcast. Go there because you can see the playlist, and there's actually a link to buy it, so you're not that guy that's like, I like that band, and then never gets it. And there's all abundance of places that you can hear Hellcast, and not all of them have an appropriate uh, playlist that links you back to where you can get that stuff. So now that that rant's out of the way, the first track of this last fucking playlist, it seems like I got diarrhea of the mouth, but this seems like necessary details for people. The, the first track of the last uh, playlist here will be Midnight with Death Scream off the Shocks of Violence new EP. So get that in there. And would you like to bestow any knowledge upon people upon this track other than get the pre-order now? This one's about like dirtying toilets and then getting <laughs> someone else to clean them with their tongue. <laughs> but uh, and, the, and then by doing so, is going fuck, man, and they have a death scream. Yeah, because because when they scream, it smells like death. Because the guy just ate a dead rodent uh, and he ate it and then shat it out, and then the person cleaned up the toilet of the dead rodent, so it's death on screaming. Death. Okay, oh, okay. I guess that's what it's about. But it seems probable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it, I guess generally it is more just kind of influenced by endless pain creator stuff. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Or that. <laughs> yeah. The lesser cool story. Yeah. 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 Creator. What? And, and, and that's like why that riff. Yeah. The, the, well, you'll hear it. The riff. Maybe you might think it is kind of like endless <laughs> the pain ish. The riff on oh, the, the tune. Yeah. The, so the song Endless Pain. No, just kind of like that kind of style vibe. Of okay. Endless pain riffage. 
great. That that says enough about that. And then whatever you'll hear after that. I am Reaper. You can email me at hellcast at hellsheadbangers.com. Make sure you check out Heavy Metal Relics because Bridget is so damn busy on that thing, putting that together. Is there going to be some awesome episodes soon? You, you talked about it last time. Uh, yes, there will be some. I mean, all the episodes really posted soon, I hope. We will hopefully have Athanar on. I'd like to do that. Showing cool. his collection. Going hopefully. to the yeah. homestead, to the, to the chamber? Sure. Cool. Come on out. Can I come? Of course. Cool. Well, all right, I'm getting part of more and more shit I don't have time for. Great. For now, let's hear this new track that I'm okay. just like. It, and to back up too, this I didn't mention Creator just because I wanted to mention the tour that we're doing with them too. That was just, that's that's where it came from. So okay. Just to put that out there, it wasn't an ass kiss. No? no. Was it a plug? No. Okay. Did everyone get their plugs out of the way? Yes. Cool. Well, the new Crucify Mortals <laughs> album is still out, and you can get a copy at hellsheadbangers.com. That's Psalms of the Dead Choir. Um. Hellcast t-shirts, midnight shirts, all colors, uh, the record, Shocks of Violence, pre-order it, but also get the old records, Yes. shows. When did that tour start, though? That that actually might be a good thing to say. When does the tour kick off? Mid-March. Mid-March. Midnight is at mid-March. Yes. yes. That's going to be the, uh, the, t- the the tour live album. Yeah. Be Mid-March. Mid-March. Midnight, mid-March. Yes. It's like we're walking down in the middle of, of our march, of our Million Man March. Uh, we we stop mid March. <laughs> <laughs> or what about March Madness? Or yeah, March Madness. Steal that. You there like you football? You already admitted to the Steelers thing. Yeah, so. but too bad there's no football season in March. But no, yeah, that isn't would it be... college though? Like what's what the fuck's March Madness? Uh, basketball. That would be college basketball. But yeah, and you like basketball, right? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. All right, cool. It. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> March Madness shirts on sale now. Altars of March Madness. <laughs> I thought those guys were metal. They just like sports. <laughs> Screw them. Water sports. And crocus. <laughs> Water sports and crocus. <laughs> All right. God damn it. Let's hear this song. Hellsheadbangers.com slash Hellcast for that playlist and those links to buy that stuff. I think that's it now. We'll talk to you next time. All righty.
Your soul. 